Hello, and welcome to Veins of Gold, Finding God's Treasure in a Dirt-Covered World. This is a podcast from Mountain View Baptist Church in Thomaston, Georgia. Now, let's join Pastor Ryan Christopher as he digs into this week's program. Hey guys, uh, just wanted to tell you we got something neat this week. Uh, just a few weeks ago, I had an opportunity to sit down with our AV team and and uh, talk with them about some ideas, and and they had a ton of them. One of them was, Ryan, we're sick of hearing you. And I said, well, what in the world do you mean by that? And, and they said, well, we want to hear some interviews. We want to hear uh, from some folks in our church, some uh, testimonies and things like that, and and maybe some uh, pastors and such. And I said, well, I can do that. I can make that happen. But they didn't necessarily say they were tired of hearing from me, but they did say that they uh, that this would be a neat way to make it better. And I just I appreciate that from our AV team. They do so much for us. And uh, the the interviews, now this is how we're going to do it, folks. This is what we'll do. And, um, and, and Keith has agreed to this. And our, our music pastor, Brother Keith Johnson, is going to sit in for two interviews. Uh, one of them, the first way, this, this first one we're doing today is, is about music. It's about, you know, uh, tons, it's about genres of music, how churches, uh, develop, how they, uh, decide how they're going to transition from one music to another, if they're going to transition, why they should, why they should, and all that kind of stuff like that. Things that, um, Things that a lot of churches are going through today, whether by vocational pastors or regular pastors that are there all the time or, or full time or whatever like that. I mean, there's a ton of, ton of things going on with music. There just are. And it, and it divides a lot of churches and it shouldn't. And it shouldn't. So we're just going to talk through a lot of that. The second interview, and I know that a lot of these folks that are going to listen are from our, our church and I appreciate that. But the second interview is, is talking about some of the, um, some of the things that pastors go through. An awful lot of pastors go through, uh, physical and mental and all types of attacks and things. And, and Keith's had his share. And so we'll talk with him about that, um, in the next interview and, uh, and just kind of get a feel for, uh, how he is working through that. He and the Lord and the wrestling that goes on through all that. And, and I know he loves the Lord a great deal. So this first week, we're going to get started. Uh, Brother Keith, welcome. Thank you, sir. Good. Good, to, good to be with you. Good to be with good you. Good to have you two country boys trying to talk in the uh, in the uh, in the microphone. We kind of laughed before we got started. We were like, nobody's going to be able to understand anything we say, but they will because you uh, you know us well enough to, to hear from us. And and I, one thing, the first thing I want to do is I want to make sure that we um we ask you how you got started in all this. See, my story that I hear is that you um you showed up one week and uh, somebody asked you to be pastor. So how I mean uh, music, music pastor, pastor. So, yeah. So how'd it work? Well, let me, let me rewind all the way back to the beginning when I was, when I started attending Mountain View. This, okay. this is my easiest way to tell this story. Okay. okay. When I started here, it was 1982, uh, the end of May. I was, uh, I was nine, by the way. You were nine yeah, years old. I was well, nine. I was, a, I was 17, well, turning, that's not, okay. turning 18 years <laughs> there you old. Go. So it wasn't too bad. <laughs> uh, wasn't too bad. But anyway, I started coming here, uh, in, in 82. I joined in June of 82. And started, you know, getting involved with the youth group because I was 18. And, right, you know, right. we were a small, very small church. Who was doing then. youth? You know, uh, Aubrey Sheets. Really? Yeah, that's okay. going to be that's yeah. gonna be a name that some people know when they're here. <laughs> yeah, Aubrey Sheets right. was, that's he was right. a great encourager to me. And uh, we would do youth outings and trips and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I started, we were, we would do things like singing on the van on the way to places. You know, we were singing. Oh, yeah. A couple of people in my life that God specifically placed there uh, that are members here at Mountain View. One of them was Connie Baggett. The other one was Aubrey and some others, too. But encouraged me to say, hey, you need to sing in the choir. Oh, well, this this was 1982. I'm 18. I don't know what's right. going on. So I started singing in the choir. Who was leading it then? Uh, a man named David. 
Okay. Uh, David Sally. Okay. Actually, was was the choir director at that time. Well, uh, he and he was bivocational because we were a small church. Mm-hmm. Well, long story short, I, I'll get to the cut of the no, chase good. here. But anyway, I started singing in the choir and got real involved with music. My sister Margaret, uh, who also encouraged me, is is the real singer in the family. She wouldn't tell you that today, <laughs> but uh, she's the real singer in the family. She really helped me. Uh, a lot uh too we we did some singing together with some other people in the church well rocked on for a while sung in the choir for a few for a few years right and uh any solos during all that time yeah i had some solos but generally solo i, I did some solos but did some things with a group and oh, small yeah. groups and of course we were in the chapel so this is real small oh, yeah. area in there and I, i've i've kid people when i tell them i say when i first started singing i literally i was so nervous when i sang i sang like a billy goat <laughs> I mean, that's the way that's the way my songs would come yes, out because i was yes. so nervous and i didn't right. control my air well as time went on you do more of it and you gain more confidence well rocked on uh i'll never forget sitting in the church this this is what now whether this constitutes a call that i feel like the lord was putting on my life which is an obvious started. call yes I've, yeah. I, I know and yeah. uh is i say that humbly but i, I can remember sitting in a lot of Sunday night services in that little chapel. And the gentleman that was leading music at that time uh, wasn't able to make it. And right. we didn't know to the last minute. Of course, right. a smaller church can get away with those things. Sure, you got sure. one piano player, one yeah. organ player. and Pull out the hymnal. Yeah, just so Open up some pages. Yeah, it's not like it is today. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so I, I can remember sitting there thinking, Ryan, I'd sit there in that, in that congregation thinking, man, if I was the choir director. <laughs> yeah. And lo yeah. and behold. Yeah. Things started happening around me that I, I did not realize that God was leading me in that direction. Anything specifically? No, I, I mean I don't remember. Just, just like little a light, things. Yeah, here just and there. little things yeah, that just yeah. kind of just just like getting in the flow of a small stream and it end up in a big river. Right. Oh yeah. Kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. You know, it yeah. goes slow at first, mean, and then all of a sudden. And uh, and, and the year was nineteen eighty eight. Another gentleman had taken over and started leading the music uh, for about a year. And I'll never forget one Wednesday night, I pulled up in the parking lot for prayer meeting. And uh, Jerry walked out to my truck, and he he was the guy leading the music at the time. And before I could even get out of the truck, he stuck his hand out to shake my hand. He said, Brother Keith, I want you to pray about something. I said, okay. He said, "Uh, I want you to pray about being the choir director. Well, that kind of shocked me all of a sudden that he was wanting to give it up. I mean, he was just How old were you at this time? How old were you? uh, Let's see, it was 1988, so I was 24 years old. Okay. This this is July of of 88, I think. And I started leading in, in August of 88. I, he said, uh, so I went in and talked to Pastor Rex at the time and uh, told him, I said, he said, pray about it. Let me know what you, he said, I need somebody to lead music. You know, he, he's, he's got enough on his plate right. trying to be pastor That's of the church. Right. Well, we were still in the chapel well, at He that wasn't time. even 40 then. No, I guess he not. wasn't even he was yeah. in his late thirties. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Yeah. He's young. Wow. <laughs> you me that way. Well, we we were, but they were building this the the sanctuary that we're in now. They yeah. were in oh, the yeah. process of building that. So, you know, I'm thinking in my mind, I'm thinking, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the choir director for just a little while until they find a real choir director to come in and lead. <laughs> yeah. Seri- I'm serious. Yeah. So I told Jerry, I said, I'll pray about it. Went in and talked to Pastor Rex. Said, I'll pray about it. Came out the next week. I told, I told Rex, I said, all right. I said, I'll leave for a while and I'll be yeah. glad to do that. We were still in the chapel and I'm just kind of giving my testimony here. No, that's and, great. Yeah. And for a while, all I knew to do, this is my extent of musical knowledge. I had seven, eight years of band. So I played, I was a trumpet player, so I could read music and I knew my way around music. I was not a singer. I never had choral training. Never had chorus, never, you know, got involved with things like that right. in school. Just, just bam, and trumpet. So anyway, um, 
All I needed to do was come in and do what my predecessor had done. We started just about every worship service with one or two songs. Um, one of them was the Glory Land Way, and the other one was His Name was Wo- His Name is Wonderful. <laughs> At every service, is that the, his, name his name is, is wonderful. wonderful. Yeah, so yeah. Every service, <laughs> we started with one of those two songs yeah. until a nice blue-haired lady Several times uh, that. got me in the hall behind the chapel one time after the service, and she pinned me up against the wall, and she said, don't you know anything other than those two songs to start the service? <laughs> well, it about made me cry. Yeah, you know, I was yeah, 24 yeah. years old. I, didn't, I was innocent. At, you know, innocent. I thought y'all I, wanted that. Yes. Yeah, I, I thought that's what I was supposed to do. So anyway, kind of, that's kind of, we laugh at that now. But anyway, it changed my way of thinking. So, well, maybe I ought to do something different for Call of Worship. Yeah, so yeah. started expanding on that. And then uh, we moved into the sanctuary in 88. Uh, in December of 88, excuse me, later that year, and uh, still leading, didn't know what I was doing, still don't know what I'm doing. And, uh, but, but in December, you had figured I, it out. I had went back to the church, a lot of bumps and bruises. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had went back to, to Pastor Rex and church. I said, look, y'all find somebody else to lead. I'll step aside. Well, I'll never forget a gentleman that used to come to church here. His name is Mr. John Rayleigh. I know you, you I've know, heard the uh, name, Mr. John. Yep. Yep. He came up to me one night. We were we were actually wiring the, the sanctuary, and uh, this this was right before we were moving in. We we were wiring audio stuff and sound system and all. And I was down on one knee. I'll never forget the position I was in when he walked up to me. He said, "Brother Keith," he said, "He said, are you going to continue to be the choir director?" Well, and I'm I'm kind of skipping over some parts here, but right. I looked up at him. And I said, "You know what, Brother John?" I said, "The Lord." I said, "I really feel like He's bearing on me." He said, "I'm going, I'm going to keep on doing it a while." Yeah. And this is after I told Rex and them, and I kind of backed off that a little bit. Oh, I yeah. told I told John he busted out crying and just walked off the stage, in a, in a good way, yeah, not not yeah. because I was yeah, staying. Like, Don't go on it, you're yeah, staying. No, 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 I'm no. done with this place. No, no, no. <laughs> he uh, he was encouraging me. Yeah, yeah. I think what while well, I look back now and I see was that maybe he saw somebody, and I didn't know it at the time. Right. It just felt God's calling the life to serve. That's right. And that moved him. Yes. And I, it's nothing to do with me. My yes. God, I've, I've, yes. I've no, he was the, pleased some, you were staying. He, he was. He was. And, and in that respect, anyway, that's kind of how everything was. Was he in the started. choir? Oh, yeah. He sung oh, okay. in the choir. Okay. He sung in the choir. Okay. So we moved in in, in December of 88 and uh, was bivocational from 88 until 95. Tell me, tell me about that. Tell me about okay. the bivocational. Well, bivocational. Piece. Of course, I worked at the local textile mill, Thomaston Mills here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and so I came in on Wednesday nights, did choir practice. Came in on Sundays, did eleven and six services. Uh, of course, you know we were. When I say we had less going on, I mean in the sense of we didn't really have a band formed yet. We still had a piano and a, uh, a an organ, and right. uh, we did ha- we did add drums actually in. Uh, Early '89, I think, and then the band kind of grew from. Was that Herring? Yes, Steve Herring from the get go. Steve Herring, Steve Herring, my brother has been put up with him a long time. Yes, I have. (laughs) He's put up. He's put up with me too. He's put up with me too. But anyway, I was bivocational for several years. I had the opportunity to become full time in '95. The bivocational piece. The bivocational piece. So. Somebody out there right now, and they're you know we'll get we want to come back to where you were, but you know somebody out there right now, even in today's time, there there definitely there are a ton of bivocational music ministers, and I mean you know there's smaller churches generally speaking, but there are a ton of bivocational you know ones out there. How do you, I mean balancing your time, balancing your time? You know I, I don't know an easy answer to that. All, all I know looking back now, um, 
I, I won't say that music ministry consumed me right uh, at all. I didn't feel consumed at mm-hmm. the time. It's probably partly because of my age. And right. I feel like I could kind of handle that. So different influences and things in your life. Uh, of course, my wife was very supportive, always has been, of me being in the ministry. Right. So that helps. She just helps me get out the door to do what I've got to do. You know, she's very behind-the-scenes person and right. takes care of me. But, you know, I mean, in the textile mill, we were working five, six days a week. Then we come in, and it's church all day Sunday. And then you started over Monday, same thing. So yes. that way for you a just long a, time. A schedule. But, you got to have a schedule. Yeah, right? and you do. You, ha- you do, and you have to have a schedule. And good people to help you. Yes. You know, I had a lot of good help. It, it wasn't certain. I think that's my... true. When I look at Mountain View, like if I look at if I look at everything that has been accomplished, and granted, it's never about a person, but at the same time, there you know you can have people who just won't do anything. And you can't get anywhere. Right. But to have groups of people who look, we're going to take on this part or we're going to take right. on this part. We got the kids, we got the youth, we got the music, we got this kind of thing like that. And, you know, and a pastor be able to do what he's going to do. You know what I mean? Right. And, and, and everything. And that's how all of this, you know, it was a, it was a church. Right. It was a church that's and they right. did each piece of the body that's did right. what they were, that's right. they that's needed right. to do the body. And so, you know, the fact that they were a bivocational, even Rex for a while. Right. Um, I guess for a few years before you got became full time. Yeah, I don't know when he actually became. I can't remember the year actually he became full time. But yeah, he was bivocational for several years with the, with the Texter Mill with Thomas the Mills also. Okay, and a totally different plant. But you know, I can I can just remember about those days. I mean, if you're if you're bivocational and you know, you're listening to this uh, uh, podcast, it's right. uh, it's it is a unique place to be in your life. I feel like you know if if God's called you and you feel the call to serve. Uh, just, you know, give it everything you have. Right. You know, uh, God's putting his word and our faith into action does not return void. That's right. And it, ha- like I said, it has nothing to do with me, not that I'm any kind of success. Well, you're a success here. Yes. And there's so many, you know, the, around us that are in different, different ways. But, you know, take, you know, you take it serious. It, it was to me, uh, when we come in to worship every Sunday, I have fun. I cut up. I do things even now, you know, now that we're full time and mm-hmm. do these things. But I can remember those days. I mean, it was still life and death to us. Oh, yeah. And when I say oh, yeah. life and death, I mean that, you know, if, if I'm to be the choir director or the music minister, music pastor, whatever, then I've got, I, I need to fulfill my duty right. and, and do, do it with joy, not That's just right. because it's a job to do, you know, and I, I know there's some people. And I that, don't know that anybody listening to this or if this person exists, I'm just going to say because of, of, of percentages, there, there are people out there who are barely giving it. Okay. Sure. So, you know, there, sure. there, there are people who are barely giving it and, and speaking to someone like that, it's like, you know, this, you're called to this. This right. is, this is something God has called you right. to. And so if it can't, if, you know, if you don't feel like, you know, I mean, not that you have to give 100% all the time, but you would hope you're giving everything sure. that you can, Sure. you know, every, whatever energy is left to, you know, between your family and taking care of, you know, those things and, and the job that you have job, and right. working a full-time job is to be able to give, okay, when you show up on Sunday, you're, this is for the Lord. Right. And so, you know, to say, Hey, I can throw together a couple of songs. Right. It's just not really the way to. Way to jump on that. I mean, right. I, we've all done it. Right. Yes. We've all done it. That's exactly you right. You know, we, we've all been worn out, it. you know, and I'm not, I'm not judging anybody. Right. I mean, I've been there. Right. But at the same time, if we look back and we say, Hey, look, you know, I mean, I need to make sure that I have, that I have done, you know, this for the Lord and not for my flesh. Right. 
And that takes that takes looking over it again, right. looking over it again, right. looking over it again, and saying, and and saying, well, well, I, I know you, you were like in a group, and these guys here yeah. that are listening yeah. know you were in a group too. I'll get, take me to that. Take to the quartet. Thing. Yeah, the quartet. Nineteen eighty nine, I believe, was the year. Um, several of us kind of came, good friends of mine, and I'll go ahead and name them. Okay, uh, Downey Poteet, uh-huh. Travis Daniel, and Mike Rees. I can't remember exactly how this thing formed. I do remember that we were at the audio booth, just to give it kind of a particular here, <laughs> one Sunday night maybe before service or, sun- or Wednesday night. I forget what it was. We were just kind of standing around talking how neat it would be to sing you know, as a quartet, do some quartet stuff in the church. Well, we learned a couple of songs. One of the first songs we learned was Gaither Vocal Band's You Don't Knock. Oh, never yeah. forget that. You Don't Knock. <laughs> And uh, that was the first song that we, we we learned together. And our piano player at the time, Miss Faye Patrick, you know, helped us with some things. And so we started singing in the church, and it just became overwhelming to us. Not not because Good. it was great. It Good. was just the Spirit of God just moved in yeah. our, our midst. I mean, not in, in all the music and all the worship and all, you know, not just the, the quartet, but right. it just it felt, felt like the touch of God was on that for us to come together and do. And right. so we sung together for about five years and just very part-time and traveled around some. We had a radius of Thomaston to South Atlanta to, to Macon to Columbus. And uh, I think we did a Butler area, maybe something okay. like that, and uh, you know a couple other trips and stuff. But anyway, right. we, it was it was a great time for us because we were here on Sundays. You know, right. We were never gone on Sunday, and uh, we were here on Sundays. Did a lot of singing in the church, and uh, people just kind of rallied around that, and it, it really ministered. Now I've heard about I've heard about some you know some Sunday nights or something. Y'all get to singing, and it <laughs> just kept on a lot singing. of Sunday nights that we would sing the entire service. Yeah, know, that's the, right. The entire service would turn into. A, a, a full praise service and, right. and an altar call, right? And we would love that. we would stop. Everybody would be dismissed. Well, we would just pick up and sing wherever we left off, or go into another song. While people, people would dismiss it. Yeah. Why well, is why they're leaving? We literally they would come back in. I don't mean just a couple of them. I mean a bunch of them come back in until we sing two or three, four more songs. And again, <laughs> don't have nothing to do with us. No, I think but you're look, those well those days. As well as any time, I just I feel like we were all enjoying the presence of the yeah, Lord. Yeah, that's right. And uh, they're they're rich, and I think you know some people that that may have experienced some of that. You know what we're talking about here. Uh, well, we talk about that in the sense that we talking them a little bit in the, in the past tense, but I mean, you know, everything that was possible then is possible now. Yeah, I mean, absolutely, it, it, it absolutely is. And I know yes, it's a different right. time. We'll sure. talk a little bit about sure. that, but. Um, so you're, I mean, in all honesty, your favorite genre is then Southern gospel. My roots are Southern gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I love, did you not like the word favorite? Well, you know, I mean, if you'd have asked you that years ago, I would have definitely said favorite. I think yes. the older I've gotten now and my horizons have, my horizons have stretched. Right. I've, I've come to appreciate and love a lot of different genres. Right. Oh yeah. And it's hard That's for me. I love. If I'm pressed to say, if I got a favorite. I'm almost always going to default to my roots, yes. which would be Southern gospel. Yes. But there's so many, there's so much good music out there, and, right. and I just I enjoy it all. You know, when I go to a buffet, I don't get one meat off the buffet and eat. I'm going right. to get me, right. you know, I'm going to get me some mashed potatoes. I'm going to get me some green beans. I'm going to get me a pork chop. I'm going to get right. me a hamburger steak, a chicken right. wing, a That's buffalo right. tender. You know, yeah. and I, I mean, I'm just going to get something, a little bit of everything. That's kind of what I relate it to, but uh, in my life, so. Uh, you know, I, to say I've got a favorite, if I had to, you know, if you had to nail it down, if I'd say Southern Gospel, because that's my root. That's right. But that's I, right. I, I've come to love well, a you whole know, and lot I, of and music. I look at it like this too. You know, that's my favorite. Now, my wife Amy, she's not 
you know, obviously she doesn't like selling gospel music. She doesn't. Now she, she, you know, loves, you know, she loves the singing. She loves everybody being excited about it, but she loves contemporary music and she'll sing some hymns, you know, and I, and I feel like hymns are their own thing, you know, and, and beautiful. And then I think Southern gospel has its own, you know, I, I tend to believe just because that's how I was kind of brought up on the Southern gospel, right. you know, that, oh, that, well, this has more meaning. And this, has, well, you know, then you get to the contemporary and there's some really good contemporary right. songs that are, that are out there. And, uh, and I think of it more, lo- more along the lines of genres of secular music. Like if you look at genres there, it's like somebody said, well, I'm not going to listen to country music. I mean, you know, that's, you know, that's hayseed stuff, whatever like that. And they say, well, I, I prefer rock or I prefer soul or I prefer R and B or I prefer this or whatever it may be, you know, and, and I think of it like when we get into a church setting like we have, you know, somebody asked me, you know, okay, well, what's your music like? Well, I tell them this, we have a blended style music. Blended style music. Now, if I had, if I was pressed, I would say it it tilts towards Southern gospel, and I don't have a problem with that because I like Southern gospel. Right. You know, but right. at the same time, but at the same time, it's like you know, um, you know, like Cody working with us now, and we have a lot of young folks with Kerr, and we have Chris, we have you know uh, Olivia, we have all these folks, and now Carter is going to be your assistant and such. But I mean, it's like there's a lot of different. It, it was really surprising to me. And when you, you know, you talked with Carter and everything, it's really surprising to me to find someone his age and ability to still love a Southern gospel. Right. You know what I mean? I, right. I didn't know that. I mean, I didn't know right. that existed. And I guess that's my own judgment. You know, it's right. like, I didn't even know that existed, that a young man could, you're almost like, hey, we can move him in a direction so he can be, you know, he can work on all stuff like right. you do. Um, and it's just like, wow. But so I see a lot of churches now, when they start, like they, you know, we're going to plant a church. You almost never, and maybe it's just because I'm not out enough, but you almost never see someone plant one as a Southern gospel or a hymn singing church. It seems like that's, although there is new, there are new hymns being written and there's new Southern gospel being sung every day. Right. I mean, you can go, honestly, you can go online and see, you know, these artists are still making, writing songs. That's right. And, and everything. So, um, for a church, this an established church that's trying to, um, you know, I tell people all the time, I, as long as I'm alive, Lord willing, I'm going to hear Southern gospel music. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Sure. And, uh, and, and, you know, and that be a part of what it is we do. Right. You know, right. uh, as long as it's a, as long as it's a genre. Right. <laughs> right. And I'd still love, you know, you and I have talked a little bit about hymns and having a, you know, just a chance for everybody to remember some of the, you've even been doing that here lately a little bit. You've been singing, you know, I think last night, as a matter of fact, uh, we had a chance to sing, uh, what, a blessed, hymn or two, assurance, blessed assurance and garden, things like in is, the garden. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, you know, maybe even having a night where we sang hymns, right. You know, and just said, Hey, by the way, you know, we're going to sing right. hymns and stuff, but, um, but there are some churches out there that are hurting. Yes. And, uh, and they're hurting because, you know, they won't go one direction or the other. Right. And, or one will completely cut off one genre of music and say, exactly. this is the direction we're going. Right. This is all we're doing. Right. Um, at the expense of, now I've seen, honestly, I've seen this and you, you, you speak to this if you would. Um, uh, you know, I talked to a larger church probably six months ago. I went down, uh, to the Warner Robins area and spoke with a church and everything. And they, they had done that. They had had a choir and they had, which I love. I love a big choir. 
Um, but they had had a choir. They, they sang a, a blended style. They sang some contemporary. They sang some Southern gospel thing. And he was sitting there, the guy who the executive pastor was sitting there and he said, Hey, we just cut this off. We cut the choir off. We cut, he said, look, we lost five or 600. You know, they had a few thousand come. He said, we lost five or 600, but that's okay. They went their way and we, and it just broke my heart. I mean, it was like, you know, how is that? How, you know, when you're talking to a younger church and they're, they're in the strain of trying to figure this whole thing out, what, what do you say? Cause I know this happens to you. I know you, they sit down with you and they say, Hey, we'd like to go more of this. You know, what do well, we do? The church. Well, no, 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 not necessarily right. here, right. but you know, other mi- music ministers other that are trying to ask you, cause I know in the Centennial Association, you're kind of the go-to guy. Well, there, there are a couple of us, there's two or three of us that have served quite a, a number of years right. here in the, in the uh, association. So I've had their support. We've kind of, you know, bounced ideas off of one another. What I don't like to say what's working and what's not, but we term it like that sometimes. But, uh, you know, I, I, you know, I don't know. Uh, I, because I'm so blended, we're so blended mm-hmm. and we have been for so long. I can remember, uh, if I can just give one example, I, you know, I'm not going to name the church. There's a church in our association. I can remember a pastor and a, and a minister of music that came in. To be honest with you, I think the minister of music may have been full time in that he also had youth duties also. And it, it was not a, it was not a large, large church, but they made the decision to go con- just straight contemporary mm-hmm. format in their church, just like night and day it went from. They made it as a it church went, or they just decided as a leadership? I they think just, as a leadership. And I, I'm not passing yeah. judgment. No, 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 this no, is no, just no, an no, observation no, no. I made. And, uh, what really hurt that church. Mm-hmm. And I think you really have to be sensitive to your people. You know, and uh, every every church has a different temperature. You know, some can, uh, some are going to enjoy a little more contemporary than they would Southern gospel. Uh, Some are going to enjoy a little more hymns, and and you know everybody here has our personal favorite. That's right. That's my favorite. But this hasn't been. Now you tell me, this hasn't been a hymn singing church, really. No, not really. As in, we're going to pull out the hymnal. Although our hymnal is like an old Church of God hymnal. It's not like the Baptist. Oh right, right, right. So we're not doing you know like you know Great Is Our Faithfulness every other Sunday or Mm -hmm. All Hail the Power of Jesus Name. I love Love those those songs. I love them. I mean, and we need them. Yeah, they make us think. You know, not just feel, but they make us think. So, you know, I, I just, I think every church has got, you know, their own different temperature, but they have to be sensitive to the people. Not that I go out and poll people every, you know, every other week and say, all right, what do y'all want to hear this week? That's right. Sometimes songs just come to me, you yeah. know, and uh, people bring them to me and mm-hmm. I, I can kind of get a feel from that. People, you know, I'm, sometimes I'm as slow as pond water moving on some of them, you know, bringing them in. But, you know, I think you just have to be sensitive, like I said, to, right. to the people that are there. And, That's right. You know, if, you know, I'm not going to go in and do a screaming, contemporary song to a bunch of older people and just be terribly offensive to them. I right. know it's going right over the head That's and not right. ministering to them. Right. And I'm not going to go into a group of young people and just say, all right, we're singing, you know, yeah. all creatures are our God and King tonight. You know, right. I do something that reaches them. But That's there's right. room around the edges too. I say that kind of loosely, room around the edges. To me, the most important thing is, and you know, you've been here at Mount View for what, six or six or seven years six, now. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we, we have, you know, one Sunday may be a little more Southern gospel. Yeah. One, one Sunday, Sunday may be a little more contemporary. Sure. To me, it comes down to what I feel like the Spirit of God with me is pressing in on me to do. Mm-hmm. Now, most time I have liberty to choose what I want to do. That's right. Just, you know, he's not pounding me from heaven saying, thou shalt do this song That's right. this week. Sometimes I'm very impressed to do a song. I know it's the Spirit of God. Does he ever speak me. to you in NIV? Oh, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes. In the most times, most times, most times, James. Yeah, most times, these and that. Yes, me too. No, thou shalt. No, 
No, you know, you know what I'm saying. I, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, you know, and, and I we have liberty to do that. Of course, you know, we've been here together for you know yes. Rex and I for a, a long time, and uh, to to have that liberty to be able to do it, it it's a great it's a great luxury mm-hmm. to have, and the people that we work with and do it's just great. Yeah, and as generations generations have changed, even since sure. I've been here. Yes. it's 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 you know I, there was there was a shift a little bit. Yes. you know you know about halfway through me being here, and I've only been here six years, but. But you know, about three years in, there were, it was a generational shift, and I know, I know, at youth, any youth group I go to, any youth group I go to, there is only contemporary played, right? And that's that's okay for them. Right. I don't have sure. that's not a problem. But it's like then having to transition your youth into a blended, right? You know, and, and making them understand. Look, there are multi generations in this right. room, and, and I know yes. some churches. Right. I know some churches, and I'm not. Yeah, I certainly don't espouse this, but there are some churches don't do a youth group. Right, you know they, they they it's time for church, right? You know, right? And and they say, look, we we will learn to be in church together, together, right? Because uh, you know, by the time they come in there, they're not playing the games and they're not you know right. goofing off and right. everything and that right. kind of thing. So I've I've seen that I've seen that uh, done in a lot of a lot of respectable churches. But I love the youth group and things. But once they get in there, it's like, hey, by the way, we have four different generations in here, right? And we're trying to appeal, you know, yeah, and probably by and large, I'm, I'm gonna cut you off. But Probably by and large, it does fall along. The majority of it probably falls along generational things. But I tell you something I I, I found out a few years ago that really kind of it didn't shock me, but it surprised me a little bit. Nothing shocks me anymore. I've looked at myself yeah. in the mirror so many yes, times to yes. shock my own self. Yes, about doing things. And, me too. Yeah. But uh, but I I've got seventy something. I say I we've got seventy something year olds in our church that love contemporary. Yes. Music. Yes. Could care less yes. if I do another. Southern gospel, gospel song. song. I know it. I've got I some teens and 20-year-olds, 20 20-somethings, that love Southern gospel. Not that they yes. don't love contemporary and other yes. stuff. And vice versa. But one thing about us here is people come together. They, they know what to expect. And they know if it's anointed by God, I don't care if we're doing Amazing Grace. I don't care if we're That's doing right. Amazing Contemporary right. Song. Right. The Spirit of God, if he's moved and we've yes. sought him, yes. we'll worship him. That was what I was going to say. That's what That's makes exactly the difference. Right. That's exactly I don't care right. what label we put on it. That's exactly right. You know? And, you know, and, and I know somebody was listening out there and they're going, hey, by the way, it's about Jesus. You know, yeah. we, we you know, certainly yes. know that. But there are some, you know, there's some practical things that have to be talked about. Sure, you know, that yeah, churches yeah, go sure, through and yeah. everything and everything. Absolutely. But, but it's it's like, you know, we know we, we right. want we want God lifted up. Yes. You know, and his son Jesus and the cross and, and I'm gonna tell you, I just I, you know, and and I know it has to do a lot with how I was raised, but you know, I just listen to some of that and I'm like, man, that is that is exactly right. And even hymns and southern gospel and I do enjoy contemporary too, yeah, you know, and yeah. uh some of it. Right. And, and right. so and just like I enjoy some of the Southern sure. Gospel and some sure. of the hymns, there are some of them that just you know, it's like, but it's not about my enjoyment. That's right. I mean, right. but I get it. I get That's it. It's right. like, okay, we do want to enjoy what God enjoys. And so it's That's kind of, right. a, you know, and everything, right. not everything humans produce do I like. Right. How about exactly. that? Exactly. How, how about that? Exactly. Right. And that's so, um, and so that's, that's what, you know, um, that's, you know, my thing on that. Now, you know, obviously during COVID we've had, you know, some things. And, uh, and I know we're, we're getting close on time for the first interview, but on the COVID issue, you know, we've, we've had a praise team up there. Right. And, uh, the, you know, and I guess the practice time, you guys just kind of do that on Sundays and things like that. I know a lot of churches out there right now are doing something Same similar. Thing, yeah. They're either, they're either recording them and doing them for their right. online or they're, or they're up on the stage and they have a praise team and all. Right. Um, you know, 
how do you feel? I mean, I, I know how you feel about it, but let me just ask this. I mean, you know, about the choir. I mean, Number one is I miss our choir. Yes. We haven't had it since 1st of March, That's maybe. right. That's right. And, and, and I mean – Right or wrong, I mean, it, it's we're gonna miss. We're gonna err to the side of caution if we yeah, have to err to the side right. and, until this thing, until we get a piece about doing this. And I, I sure. miss it. I, I, there's just something about going into a church or I don't care where I'm at, mm-hmm. a, a group of people, large group of people singing, yes. or small. I don't care if it's small church, whatever. Yeah. Group of people on the stage singing, uh, or in front of the church and choir loft, wherever they are, singing praise to God and mm-hmm. all, and and practically being leaders of worship in yeah, that respect. That's right. There's something about that. Our, our choir, and I've been in many other churches too, many other churches, and I've just, I enjoy the choir ministry and I, I miss that, number one. Number two is you, you cope and you do what you have to do. That's right. And and here, you know, I, I call them my horses affectionately. Yes. We've got these horses that I can pull in and sing and make a larger that's ensemble right. to use and still feel like we're contributing, you know, and uh, and doing something that, that'll minister to the people. And, and it's, I don't, I don't like to use the word worked, but it's, it's ministered. The Lord. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. And, and it's done it's really moved. well. Sure. And, uh, and I, we just got wonderful, dedicated people that have really helped me and come alongside of me to, to do that. And it's, it's an unfortunate time to go through this. You know, we want, we want to see it turn quickly and get back mm-hmm. so we can get back with our foot on the gas. And that's and, exactly right. You know, exactly so right. we can go forward and, and move on to get the it's choir back. Exciting. And, you know, at least you know, at least you know now that it won't be so far into people. Like if you decided, if you decided, hey, you know, twice, two Sunday nights a month, and I'm not just, I'm just saying that, but two Sunday nights a month, we're having a large ensemble. Right. You know, or something like that. Or if you decided one or something, right. like, but, but it wouldn't be so foreign to your people that, you know, right. it would be like, oh, okay, we're having an ensemble. We're going to, we're going to sing and everything like that right. and, and have a good time. But I mean, but at this time, I love a choir. I do too. Oh, my goodness. I, do too. I love, I love singing in it. I love, I love being in it. I love, it's just, it's just something to and it. And if I could get on my stump just for a moment for yeah, those churches, sure. and I know, there's a difference when you can't have a choir. You cannot, oh, yeah, yeah. you don't have enough people sure, to pull in and do sure. that. But to me, if a church at all can have a choir, they need to have a choir. Oh, yeah. I think it changes. And I, things. I hope that's not a, just a personal preference with me. I just, I, I just, corporate you know, worship, though. Well, it's, it is. It's corporate worship. I mean, you look back in the Old Testament, you know, the, oh, yeah. the, the porters, the singers, and all these servants that were set in order and the musicians and the house of the Lord and their courses. To do these things, there was a lot of singing, a lot oh, of yeah. instrument playing. That went these in before the soldiers. Exactly. And there were, there were, these were groups of people. Sure. You know, and yeah, we have the, you know, the, uh, accounts of, you know, Jehoshaphat and mm-hmm. things like that going before the army and stuff. But, you know, even in the temple and certain, you know, that David oh, yeah. set in place for those things. And, you know, I just, that care, there's something spiritual to that. It's yes. not, it's not yes. a man. It's not something that we can touch and feel. That's right. Uh, of our own accord. Mm-hmm. That's to me, that's something spiritual. And that God has put into place to. Oh yeah, it connects. Yes, it, it does. Connects and, it. and if you, you know, and I think I think as a pat, you know, as a preacher, I mean, we're all pastors, but as a preacher, the music to me is, and I hate to use such a, a silly analogy, <laughs> but it's an alley oop. You know, yeah. and, 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 and I mean, it's 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 basically right. somebody they have laid the ball up here for you. Right. It's your time to slam it. Right. You know, it's it's right. your you know that you it's it's where you need it. Right. You know, in a bad music service, I mean. It's just, it's just no, true. You're right. You're right. It's just true. Yeah. A bad music service, and you're like, Can't make it tough. What am I going to do to get us out of this? Right. You know, and well, uh, and, 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 and you know, and praise and and music and, and worship, and, and I'll make this short, but pr- it, it plows our heart. Yes. Oh, plows our heart and our soul because 
we've all been through all these situations in different places and circumstances yes. all week. And all of a sudden, yes. now we can come in. Yes. God has given us this great gift of music. Saying, yes. I don't care if it's a hymn. I yes. don't care if it's a, a contemporary song, a southern gospel song, a praise and worship song, a, a soulful gospel song. Find some way to worship, yes. regardless of whether it's your personal favorite or not. And and lift up the Lord, and yes. there's something supernatural about that. Yes. It really is. Yes, it's spiritual and supernatural, yes, and it plows our soul and prepares us, you know, for the word That's right. to be heard. Now, I kind of say it tongue in cheek a little bit, and I I believe this is true. There have been times in my ministry, and I probably count them on two hands, that the music service was wrecked and it was just awful and fell apart, went went over like a lead balloon. For the preaching of the word to shine. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. It's like you oh, know yeah. what I'm saying. It's sure, like sure. I, I, we didn't go in intentionally. Say, All yeah. right, guys, we're, we're doing bad music in worship day, so <laughs> yeah. you know, Pastor yes. Rex can stand up yes. and preach a great message. Yeah, exactly it just right. happened that way. Yeah, that's right. That's and right. sometimes I feel like, and I'm, I'm going to lead into this because you know how I feel in my heart. Everything we do is is as a worship ministry here at Mountain View and, and many other churches too. I know that these guys and ladies that are serving these capacities can speak to this. I feel like we're most effective mm-hmm. when we're holding our pastor's arms up. Yeah. You're know, doing, right. doing the music right. and doing the worship, but right. everything right. lends itself to the preaching and the teaching of the word of God. That's if, right. I can't get the music in front of that. Right. If I am. Now there I, are people, there are people who will. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. 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 And there's absolutely. No, yeah. There's nothing. I mean, you know, yes. in fact, there are people who, you know, unfortunately who listen to the music and leave. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, and look, do. that's they their, do. that's their that's thing. Right. You that's know, that's their, their thing. That's okay. right. And, and they deal with, that's him and God. Right. But it's, but at but, the same time, it's like, you know, and, and I see some of the prophets and, uh, you know, and the fact that, you know, I know music's connected when a prophet says, Hey, we're going to play music right. before I even prophesy. Right. You know, I want your heart right. The, I mean, minst- the heart right minstrel, before, I think was yeah, what the word, yeah, uh, and to the, get them ready, yeah. and so, but I, you know, I, I, that's 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 really neat, and and uh, one day you're going to write a book, <laughs> and uh, you're going to sit down and write us a book on all the details of. I, of I've having, got a book in my office, uh, all I know about music, and it's it's got my name on the book. I'm I know it's inside. You're not going to yep. fool me on that. Is it blank on the inside? It's totally blank on the inside. <laughs> a lady gave that to me years and years and years and years ago as a gift. Oh, I thought, I've not written a book. I opened it up and said, the joke's on me. Every page yes. is blank. Well, so. I got in trouble one time. Somebody, I went. I bought a book on the outside that says, everything I know about women. <laughs> and it was empty on the inside. And Amy said, well, that's nice. She was mad that I had it, first of all. And then she opens up and sees it's empty. She was even more mad. That's exactly right. Well, folks, we're going to end uh, this interview on that. We're gonna. I'm looking forward to the next one. And uh, I hope you've been blessed. I have been. And we will, uh, we will see you all soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for Veins of Gold, a podcast of Mountain View Baptist Church. For information about our church and ministries, please visit our website, mvbaptist.org.